Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TA KO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products as well? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, just go to TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day as uh, we came off of a I thought an amazing Thursday night football game like that was a it, it wasn't close, but it was a well-played game. Um, uh, we roll on here in the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. And I, I, I think there is something that needs to be said in Tom Brady missing New England. Now, uh, if we're being absolutely fair. We point out that uh, 
Tom Brady had the ball and a chance to once again win the game, and he didn't come through, which is what happened the last time Foles and Brady faced off in the Super Bowl. Brady had the ball, he got strip sack fumbled, and they lost the game. But he had the ball, a chance to come. And, and his lack of knowledge of what down it was covers up how poorly the Bears manager mismanaged the clock at the end of the game. But do you remember that time when Tom Brady forgot what down it was when he was playing with the New England Patriots? You remember that? Remember that happened? You guys remember that? It was that game that at that time. Do you remember that 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 actually never happened? It never happened, and it's possible that it never happened for a reason, right? And and that reason I would guess is that the Patriots are the most detailed team maybe in the history of the sport. Is that fair? I would, I would say it's more than fair. So when, when you watch a great player and a guy with an incredible football IQ lose track of what down it is, you, you put most of the blame rightfully on Brady. He's got to know. He's done it for 20 years. This was Tom Brady when he was asked after the game if he knew it was fourth down. The clock and you're up against the, the – uh... You know, I knew we had to gain a chunk, so I should have been thinking more first down instead of chunk on that, on that down. So. Yeah, that is the, I mean, obviously, we're coming off of the debate the night before. That is a non-answer answer if I've ever seen a non-answer answer. He answered a question, just not the question. No, no, Tom, did you know it was fourth down? Ah, I shouldn't have got a chunk. I should have gotten the first down. There's no way he could have known it was fourth down. Otherwise, why would he be asking if it was fourth down after it was incomplete on fourth down? And, and, and look, these, these things happen. They happen. J.R. Smith, it happens. But, but Tom Brady is not J.R. Smith. Tom Brady is not Donovan McNabb, who didn't know that overtimes could end in a tie. Granted, much more obscure in terms of rule in comparison to how many downs, but still. Okay, it was a brain fart. Do you know who's committed the fewest penalties um, all season this year in the NFL? That would be the New England Patriots. Uh, by the way, they played one more game than the Pittsburgh Steelers and Tennessee Titans, two undefeated teams, and they still committed fewer penalties, 11 overall. The Bucs were third in penalties entering last night's game, and they committed 11, 11 penalties. Now, I mean, look, the Pats' entire season, they have 11. The Buccaneers in one game on Thursday Night Football commit 11. And, and look, you can, any one penalty you can, well, you know, that shouldn't have been or this shouldn't have been or whatever. I, you're, I'm okay with you saying that. But you, you do notice a trend here, right? Like Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick is discipline-oriented. Do your job. And part of doing your job is do it legally within the bounds of the rules. Whatever gray area, fine. You get in the, the black and the white, you get to the other side, you're going to get penalized. Least penalized team in the league last year, least penalized team in the league this year. Buccaneers, most penalties in the league last year, and they're probably going to have the most penalties at the end of this week as they were third and they committed 11. Nobody else has committed 11 penalties on a Sunday or a Monday or a Tuesday, whatever this week actually ends. And, and so could Brady have forgotten downs when he was in New England? Yes, but he didn't. It happened when he's in Tampa. And, and I'm, not, 
And th- there's all kinds of silly clock mismanagement that takes place on the other side with the Chicago Bears. I, dude, I get it. I, I really, really do understand. I absolutely positively get it. But yesterday, on the herd, we talked about little things becoming big things. You know, I was, I was talking about Dwayne Haskins. He gets benched. Everybody else is wearing red, red pants to practice. He puts on his white pants. The little things become big things. The same is true for Brady and for, and, and for the Buccaneers. Th- that's, not the way, that's not the way in which they play in Tampa. Tampa is loosey-goosey. And you know what? It ends up getting you beat. Because the Bears straight up shouldn't be... I, Khalil Mack was unbelievable, probably best player on the field last night. But, but the Bears should not be able to beat you in an empty stadium. They just shouldn't when you have Tom Brady and all those weapons. But you even the playing field with, or make it more even with each penalty that you commit. And 11 is embarrassing. I, I don't know how you guys felt the last, the pass, the, uh, the roughing the passer. You know, look, it's on a third down. They're getting ready to punt. And you end up helmet to helmet on the quarterback, which you can't do. You may not like it, but everybody knows the rule. And that's the rule. And it, it, it gave the, the Bears life. And they march down and they kick a field goal. Now, should they have run the football and Tom Brady never get the ball back with any sort of time? The Bears gave the Patriots a gift of all this time. But, but, but the little mistakes that even Tom Brady has made have, have to do with the lack of detail-oriented coaching that's taking place and the lack of discipline that's happening in Tampa. It doesn't mean that you have to be as rigid as you are in New England, but New England does work, and it works for a reason. And as much as the Buffalo Bills have more talent and are undefeated and are right now the favorites to win the division, you tell me who you're taking. Pats, you know, Pats who, who, uh, who did a pretty good job in Kansas City even without their starting quarterback, and their backup played terribly. But they were still competitive with the Kansas City Chiefs. You're taking the Pats, you're taking the Bills. I'm taking the Pats. Why? They don't beat themselves. And beating yourself starts with how many penalties you commit. The Bucs had the most last year. The Patriots were 27th in overall penalties committed. That is coaching. That is discipline. That is winning football. You know, so oftentimes last year, anything that went wrong last year for the Buccaneers, we put at the feet of Jameis Winston. Well, Jameis threw an interception. Well, okay. But the offensive line also wasn't great, and uh, they also committed it. Both, both sides of the ball committed a ton of penalties. And that comes down to coaching. And when there's a bunch of penalties last year and a bunch of penalties this year, that, that's a trend. And the trend is because the coach isn't a discipline-oriented guy. He's a no-risk-it-no-biscuit guy. He's a let's-just-let-it-rip let sort of guy. That's how he coaches football, and that's how his teams play. You know? I mean, look, even look at... Um, I think it was the third down pass. I, I, honestly, I got my downs confused. No, it was the second down pass to Rob Gronkowski. The third down pass, he was open, but was behind him. The second down pass, he wasn't really open, but Mike Evans was running a go route, but he was way too close, way too close to, to uh, Gronk, who's running a slant and is open. Again, comes down to discipline. It's not just that Brady has a connection with Gronkowski and knows exactly where to send Gronk and Gronk's going to be open. That's part of it. But the bigger part of it is why was Mike Evans anywhere in the vicinity there? He's too close. Why? He's easy to run the wrong route. He's lined up, you know, two yards in too close, whatever it is that ends up screwing up the play. And now Gronk who already hates guys at his knees feels like he's got another set of guys at his knees with the cornerback who's defending Mike Evans. 
the, the, the Patriots almost never have the most talent. Remember, after they lost Randy Moss, remember they brought in Chad Johnson? And you remember Ocho Cinco, the reason he couldn't stick was he couldn't learn the playbook. There was a touchdown that was brought back because he covered up a wide receiver based upon his alignment, right? All these kind of little things that he didn't buy into. He didn't buy into. And if you don't buy into it, then, you know, uh, you, you have to have every guy working together. So I think last night was, there was a lot of things to talk about last night. Like, it's interesting. Nick Foles made some good throws. There were times a guy for a big, strong arm didn't look like he, it didn't look like he had the true arm strength. Boy, Cleo Mack. I don't know if anybody's worth all that money, but he's pretty close if he plays that way every Sunday or every Thursday or every Monday. Coming up next, the Cleveland Browns are three and one for the first time in 19 years. Is this the new and improved Baker Mayfield or are we going to see some regression? We'll find out next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, 
pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Um, the Browns host the Colts on Sunday. Both teams are 3-1. and one. Browns are 3-1 and one, first time in 19 years. And I guess here's the question. Are you buying the new Browns? If you are, great. I, I think this is a great let. You have four games in the, in the bank, and then you're taking on the number one overall defense with the Colts, number one in points per game. The Browns were blown out by the Ravens, 38-6 to in the first week. Since then, they've beaten the Bengals, not a playoff team. Washington, not a playoff team. Dallas, a team that should be 0-4. And, you know, Dallas did almost have an incredible comeback. So they're doing what, you know, you're, you're, you have to do, which is beat all the bad teams in your schedule, and that's what they're doing. What do they do against good teams? Colt, it, Colts are a very good team. Very good team. You know, I, I don't know... Philip Rivers in terms of arm strength late in the year, but he's absolutely an upgrade over what they've been throwing out there with Andrew Luck ha- having, having retired before last season. Just football IQ, and he has a coach who he's worked with before, knows how to use him. They have enough weaponry, but a lot of speed on defense. A lot of speed. I am buying the new look Cleveland Browns. I do think that the speed the Colts have doesn't – the way to adjust to speed is to – punch it in the mouth and run it up the gut. And that's how this team is built. Like I'm, I'm a believer. I think they're doing the right things. I think they're going to be a playoff team. I I'm, I'm buying. I'm buying buyer. Are you a bu- buyer? Are you a buyer into the Cleveland? Yes. After uh, what I saw last week, not because it was against the Cowboys, but I think it's kind of what you're getting at to how they did it. Yeah. Uh, you know, 307 yards on the ground, just uh, committing to that creative ways to get OBJ the football, not putting all the pressure on Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it seems like there's like this cottage industry of guys that break down what, what coaches do. And I saw one breakdown of what Kevin Stefanski does. And I just, he's just brilliant in his creativity within the run game. There's some of the stuff that Shanahan does, like the reverse is the exact same play. The, the reverse they ran against Dallas is the exact same play that San Francisco ran with Brandon Ayuk last week and has run several times. So there's, there's some similarities to that same style, and then they've taken it to an entire differently, different level. And then, you know, he has two elite, talented wide receivers. And when you're winning, when you're, when you're winning OBJ is locked in. That's, that's what you have to go back and look at. When he was doing his best with the Giants, it's when they were winning. When they were winning. And, and when things went bad, when things went poorly last year, when things went poorly with the Giants, that's when his attention span. He's a front runner, which is okay as long as he's on a good team. He's just not going to be good on a bad team. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Let's talk a little college, a little pro football. Let's welcome in Danny Cannell um, on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. DK, uh, I mean, Brady didn't know the down, right? I mean, he got confused. He had no idea. By the way, I was just listening in. We might have to have a little tennis match sometime next time I'm out on the West Coast. I didn't know you were a tennis player. I used to play when I was a kid. We, we played basketball. We played hoops together. Yeah. You have to do tennis. Back to your question. 
Uh, yeah, Tom Brady had no idea. I, I, I thought it was a really bad look for him, too. I thought he had a rough night. I mean, his legacy's fine. It just annoyed me that he couldn't just own up to it and say, yeah, I screwed up. Uh, you know, especially after you're spending a lot of time berating your offensive line. Like, if you're going to do that, if you're going to chew guys out that do a poor job and you're going to chew them out, you have to own up to it in that situation. He clearly didn't know. He's holding up the four fingers because he's like, hey, I thought we got another down. Isn't it fourth down? I mean, it was as obvious as it could get. And then after the game, to not shake Nick Foles' hand and Nick Foles is looking for him, it was just a rough night for Tom Brady. I thought he was, you know, maybe he's grumpy. I don't know what's going on. But it just, I, I didn't love the look from him after the game with those two things that happened. Well, I mean, I'll give him the pass for the handshake. I mean, you, you are supposed to go out there and do the point. But I'll give him a pass for the handshake because – you know, the COVID thing, right? Like, I mean, that's uh, where, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, look, look we're like, like Pat Mahomes, we, there's now Pat, video of Pat Mahomes hugging, uh, what's his name from the Patriots? Stephon Gilmore, yeah. Right. And, and, you and, can go and, give a and, fist bump. You know, you can go give a fist bump or an elbow bump, at least, but like, pay the respects. Like, it's, it is a, it's very much a quarterback thing, too. Like, to a look for the opposing quarterback, even for the backups. I mean, I didn't start that long, but when I was a backup, you kind of go say what's up to the opposing backups. It is sort of a, it's just a gesture. And look, I don't want to get too fired up over him not shaking hands. I just think it was the wrong thing to do. Like, I think he could have been the bigger man and just went over there and shook his hand. But um, it's not like I, it's not something to get too worked up about. Is, is it, let me ask you this. Is it fair to say, like, look, him not knowing the down, the offensive line's uh, lack of cohesion, you got 11 penalties that looks like they're going to be leading the NFL in penalties. They led the NFL in penalties last year. Like, th- these little things are the difference between Tampa and New England. For sure. Uh, absolutely. I mean, all the players that – I mean, that's, that's why they're a dynasty. And, you know, I think Tom Brady realizes that now. But, uh, you know, and, and I'm sure he's trying to implement – I think that was probably some of the frustration that was playing out last night on the field was, hey, you guys got to pick up everything. You got to pick up that blitz or you got to make sure you stop getting those uh, false starts or those holding penalties. And there's frustration there. But all the guys that leave New England are like, oh, that was, that place was awful. It was too – we didn't have any fun. Like, oh, we couldn't well, – yeah, that's because Bill Belichick harps on you and his staff does 24-7. It's an insanely intense attention to detail throughout – you know, all through the week, all throughout the year, all throughout the offseason. But, look, it works. You know, if you can – and Bruce Allen's a good coach. It's not saying he's not a good coach, but not a lot of teams have that much attention to detail and harp on the little things except the great ones. Like, usually the great ones are the ones that do that, and it's not always fun. It is hard work, but you know what's fun? Winning six Super Bowls, <laughs> you know? Super fun. And that's what you try to remember. But that's what you try to remind people when you're going through it. Look at Nick Saban in the college game. He's the same way at Alabama. You know, they're, he's grinding. He's chewing guys out in the fourth quarter when they're up by 35 because he knows that whatever mistake they made in that situation may not have cost them that game, but it might cost them in an SEC championship game. It's that same mindset that the greatest coaches all pretty much have in common. By, by the way, how is, how is Coach Bowden? I know he contracted COVID. He's 90 years old. Uh, any word yeah, on, on I'm his a, health? I'm a little worried about him. I talked to uh, Jim Henry, the, uh, the reporter from the Tallahassee Democrat, that broke the news. I talked to him the day after, and he said, oh, he's doing great. You know, or Not great, but he was, he was a little bit tired, but he was feeling upbeat and you know felt like he was going to be okay. And then he was taken to the the hospital and Ann Bowden, Coach Bowden's wife, uh, said that it was precautionary, that he was just feeling weak. I left a message with him at his house, wasn't able to touch base with anybody, 
But it is, uh, you know, he's 90. He's going to be 91. It's concerning. I'm a little nervous, but still praying for him. And uh, hopefully he's, he gets out of this thing pretty soon. He also had a different health scare with an infection of his leg where he spent the time in the hospital within the last three or four months. So he's, and he's, he'll be the first one to make light of it and joke of it and say, hey, this is what happens when you're 90. You know, your body starts falling apart. But, uh, yeah, hopefully he gets a full recovery here pretty soon. Uh, Danny Cannell, CBS Sports, joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Miami, have any shot uh, of beating Clemson? I do. I wouldn't pick it outright, but here's the thing they've got. They've got a quarterback in De'Ara King who could make this close. Um, he's a quarterback who, when he was at Houston two years ago, put up Heisman type of numbers, 35 touchdowns, six interceptions, runs all over the place. He's been getting better and better and better in their first three games. But here's my thing with Miami. We're buying into them, which we've done this before, and they've done everything that they've been asked to do, but who they've done it again has been less than stellar, and that includes my Florida State Seminoles, who they blew out. I mean, Florida State was an embarrassment in that matchup, and Miami looked awesome. But Florida State also lost to Georgia Tech, and they were down 14 nothing to Jacksonville State. Uh, UAB was probably their toughest matchup, and that was the game that Derek King struggled in somewhat. Or not, he missed a couple open passes. He was fine. Uh, he played good against Louisville. But he's the type of player that can get out of trouble because Clemson's defensive line will beat your offensive line. They will get pressure, and that will create a lot of sacks. It will create some opportunities for them. But Derek King can get out of some of those pressures, and he can extend plays, which always neutralizes scheme and talent. And if he does that, it, puts, it sounds like it's putting a tremendous amount of pressure on him specifically. But it is. It is a quarterback-driven game. If he plays great, they can absolutely beat Clemson. I just worry about you know the margin of error. If he does throw an interception, you know it's probably going to be a pick six. Or uh, Trevor Lawrence and his offense are going to come down and make you pay on the other end. It's just you have to play close to a perfect game if you're going to take down Clemson in their backyard. Um, how good is Alabama in comparison to the rest of the SEC? I think Alabama compared to everybody, even including Clemson. I, I just flip-flopped Alabama and Clemson. I had Clemson number one coming in, and I just flip-flopped it. I put Bama number one. They really don't have a weakness. I mean, it's crazy. You know, when you watch them, it's every single year. And just the example is look at their wide receivers. So they lost two guys to the draft last year that were first-rounders. And then this year, you're like, oh, rebuild year. Well, they're going to have two more guys that are taken in the first round of the NFL draft and Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith. And they've got one of the best offensive lines in the country. And they've got a running back in Nigel Harris, who's one of the best running backs in the, in the country. And, oh, by the way, their quarterback, Mac Jones, has pretty much has been the same as Tua Tongavloa, maybe even slightly better, which we know how what Tua meant. Here's, the, here's my hot take of the day, Doug. Is I'm, I'm a Dolphins fan, and the Miami yep. Dolphins drafted Tua. I wasn't mm-hmm. a huge fan of that move. I think Tua gets a ton of credit for elevating that offense. I think it was a credit to Nick Saban and the offense for opening it up and letting them start throwing the ball down the field. I think, and you're going to see Mac Jones put up massive numbers because of it. I think this is going to be a a team now that is kind of like Lincoln Riley has at Oklahoma, where if you're the quarterback and you just execute, you're going to put up massive numbers. So I'm worried about Tua when he goes with the Dolphins and he doesn't have all that talent around him. Is he going to be able to excel the same way he did at Bama? Because the games he faced, the better competition, he didn't exactly elevate his game, and I worry about him now for the Dolphins. Yeah, no, 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 I'm, 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 I'm with you. I, I think it's yeah. going to be fascinating to see what what Miami does. Um, what are your thoughts on Justin Herbert now after getting a chance to see him play three games? 
I love it. I was a big believer in Justin Herbert coming out. I so he, I didn't want to go all the way and say, all right, you should draft him number one over Burrow. But I did like him slightly better than Tua because of what we're talking about. But I think it played perfectly for the Chargers because they didn't have to even worry. They didn't have to make that decision. Tua was off the board. Herbert's the next man up. They snatch him up. I think I thought he needed a year. Like, and I think you saw that from them going with Tyrod Taylor. They were probably in the same mindset. Like, why not give him a redshirt year, let him develop, and when he's ready, then we'll go ahead and make the change. Well, because of a bad move from a team doctor, you know, an awful move that could impact Tyrod uh, Taylor's career, Justin Herbert is told he's going to start minutes before the game, and they've been competitive in every single game since he's taken over. And it's more about I think he's I think he's looked like ready to go which a lot of these rookies are now i thought he, when he you know when you hear that first game you're like man is he going to be overwhelmed he hasn't been overwhelmed at all he's taken to the system he's looked composed so and clearly they made that decision by moving forward and naming the starter for the future this is his team now and i like it i like the fact that you're going to get him some work you're going to get his development in his rookie year because redshirt years sometimes it works in the case of patrick mahomes it was great he got a year off to watch alex smith but the most time, if you're ready to go and you can call plays and execute and keep your team somewhat competitive, there's no greater teacher than being on the field and seeing those defenses, making those mistakes as your rookie, so that next year you're ready to go and ready to roll with a quarterback with a lot of uh, game experience under his belt. Uh, did you think Dwayne Haskins got a, got a raw deal? I do. I mean, look, it's a rough business. If you, if you don't uh, perform, you're going to get benched. I thought it, it was mishandled from Ron Rivera because clearly it's not his guy, right? This was the previous regime's guy. It was Daniel Snyder's guy. Um, and you brought in Kyle Allen from Carolina with you to, quote, be his backup. But if you saw Kyle Allen with a better grasp of the system, you really would have been better off starting him from week one because then you didn't have to be in this spot where people are questioning Dwayne Haskins as the future of that franchise now, only a year and four games in. So I think it could have been handled better from that standpoint. Dwayne Haskins hasn't played well enough to win the job. But it, the other thing, Doug, is it's not like Kyle Allen is Nick Foles, who's had a ton of experience, who's, who the teammates look at around you and say, oh, this guy gives us a chance to win. I don't know if the rest of that Washington football team looks at Kyle Allen and says, oh, this is a better op- or a significantly better option. So I just I didn't love the way it went down. But, you know, and Ron Rivera explains the way saying, hey, we're still in, you know, in the playoff hunt. I don't think anyone really believes that, although it's, it's easy to explain because of the disaster that's in at the East. But I just I think it could adversely affect Dwayne Haskins mentally. But if you can't take a benching, then maybe you're not a franchise quarterback anyway. So I, I, don't, I didn't love the way it went down. But it is, you know, a coach with some cachet who's been around for a long time. I sort of defer to him in this situation. You buying into the new Baker Mayfield, the new Cleveland Browns? No, not yet. This, this team, to me, has to show they're capable of handling success. Because whenever they've had some, they've followed it up with, Something, you know, whether it's Baker Mayfield popping up to a media member, you know, talking trash about a former coach, uh, they just get distracted. And that's what young, immature teams do. I need to see them do it over multiple weeks. I mean, Odell, we always know that we always knew Odell was special and could have a game like he did against the Cowboys. That's not a surprise to anybody. But can he do it without 
making you know some something foolish without having a setback, without getting a celebration penalty, without doing something that's a detriment to his team. I, let's see. And Baker Mayfield said he was going to be humbled, said he was going to do it this year. And it was an awesome game. It was fun to see them open up and have that type of success because they are incredibly talented. I want to see them do it for multiple weeks because that's what good football teams do. And I'm not sure if, Cleveland, if the Cleveland Browns are a good football team yet. They could be, but I'm not buying in just yet. Um, let, let, let's volley back to college for a second. Danny Cannell joining us. OU taking on Texas. We, we've waited for years for Texas to be back. Yeah. Um, you know, and this, this becomes, you know, they, they probably should have lost to Texas Tech. They did lose to TCU. Uh, what, what do you make of both Oklahoma's struggling and Texas's un, un, uh, inability to, to truly be back? There is so much pressure on Texas in this game. I mean, I don't think there's much pressure on Oklahoma. They already have two losses. They've got a built-in excuse. And I know they don't want to hear it. And Oklahoma Sooner fans don't want to hear it either. But Spencer Rattler is, you know, he's played his first three games of college football, and he's played pretty well at times, but he's made some really first-year starter type of mistakes. So that was one reason I didn't think Oklahoma would win the Big 12. The reason I picked Texas coming in to win the Big 12 was they've got a quarterback who is a fourth-year senior, you know, who's, who's been around, who's played a ton of football. They've got a defense that was young last year. They're supposed to be another year experience. They've got depth at running back. They've got, you know, all the pieces are supposed to be there for Tom Herman. And when they, exactly as you mentioned, when they're taken to overtime by Texas Tech and when they lose to, um, Tech to, to TCU for the sixth time in seven years, like that's a moral of that, of that little rivalry. Of a team that says, let's be honest, they look down at TCU. They say they're not, they're not the Longhorns. They haven't, they haven't been around that long. They only just joined the Big 12. That is a game you are not supposed to lose. So this one does have some redemptive value. If you can beat Oklahoma, your Texas fan base will be, will forget about, they'll forgive you for that TCU loss this year. But man, if you drop this one to Oklahoma, there are going to be some people circling around Tom Herman wondering if he's the right guy for the job. And, to be honest with you, I would probably be in those circles. Like, this is supposed to be your year when you're supposed to deliver what is missing uh, in Austin for the Longhorns. And it's, they've got all the other pieces there. And I think Tom Herman would deserve some heat if they didn't get past Oklahoma this weekend. No no question. Plus, you have a quarterback who's a three-year starter. Like, like yeah. Oklahoma has a, has a redshirt freshman as their starter. I mean, everything should be, they, they should be better than, than they are. Uh, Danny Cannell, we'll, we'll get to that tennis match. I played a little bit when I was a kid. I'm not very good, but um, I'm a good time. And uh, we'll, we'll do that next time you're on the West Coast. Sweet, man. I got a nice serve and a nice forehand. I try to run around my backhand. It's a little brutal. Generally me as well. I got a big serve <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a good forehand. Uh, it's Danny Cannell from CBS Sports. How many Tuesday NFL games are we going to have in 2020? I'll tell you next. But first. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started 
Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRat.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Game Time. It's Game Time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Representative Byer of Virginia. And Byer, what do you got? Doug, the game today is? Psychic. All right, Psychic. By the way, it should be noted, I was correct that Dominic Team did win the U.S. Open men's singles title. Nice. So I may not be able to tell you what's going to happen in football games, but I can tell you what did happen in tennis. Jokovic. Maybe but not. He, he, did, he did go Dominic Team. It was a question. <laughs> team. It was, hey, I put it out there. It still would count Buyer. in Jeopardy. All right, Psychic. Will Super Bowl 55 still be played on Sunday, February 7th? 
Oh, yes. Absolutely. There's just been some talk of maybe the NFL trying to alter their schedule, pushing the Super Bowl back, maybe having an extra bye week if more games needed to be postponed, that sort of thing. That would be great. There is two weeks before the Super Bowl. That would be awesome get it to, to get it to finally get it to President's Weekend. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I do think that we get the, the Super Bowl is a hard one to move date-wise. Here's my question you know, for you. Because of the pandemic, the likelihood of the Super Bowl buildup media-wise, you know, we always go to Radio Row. Uh, do you think, is that going to hurt the buildup to the Super Bowl with maybe not as much focus on it, maybe not as people traveling? Or do you think it'll be a less hyped event because of what we're dealing with? Uh, slightly less hyped. I think it has no, no it, it'll have no effect on the actual numbers. So mm-hmm. we'll still be talking about it, sure. we just won't be there. Uh, where it'll hurt is all those players or ex-players who, you know, make money <laughs> yes. hawking products all week. Yes. The jewelry that that will be, uh, yeah, because there's always like a jeweler, jeweler, somebody's carrying around a ring or something. All right, yeah. Psychic. Will the Bills-Titans game be our last Tuesday game of the season? No, 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 no. If it, I mean, like, look, I, I think the money, the extra Monday night game worked, and I think it, there'll be another Tuesday game as they try and, Somehow manipulate these schedules. This is not going to be the last outbreak we have. All right, Psychic. Will the fourth down miscue by Tom Brady be forgotten at some point? Will we look back just be like, oh, yeah, I remember when Brady did that? Or is this going to be a, you know, blemish? On Seminal the, moment? You know, just down, was a yeah. senior moment is what it was. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I, I, I definitely don't think it's going to go away. I don't think it's going to be a stain on his entire career. But I, I don't understand why he didn't just go, yeah, like I got confused. It yeah, happens. psychic. Will we see a penalty this weekend in the NFL for someone talking to a ref without their mask or face covering on? Coaches have been warned about this that they can be now penalized. Will we see a penalty this weekend? Yes, we will see a penalty. It'll be in a game that's not close against a coach that doesn't have a ton of pull. Yeah, I think they that, won't do it in a close game. I think the NFL will. Yeah, make make sure that there is a penalty. Uh, Psychic, will OU Texas feel the same tomorrow in the Cotton Bowl? The uh, the fair, the State Fair of Texas, more of a drive through event, only twenty five percent capacity. But uh, are we going to get the same uh, Red River rivalry that we are normally accustomed to? No, it will not be the same feel. That's not be the same feel. Not not at all. Not even close. Psychic. Now this is dependent on a Lakers victory tonight. Will LeBron cry if the Lakers win game five? Oh, yeah. Oh, there'll be, there'll be definitely some, there'll be some third person. There'll be some crying. They'll be sitting on the floor. I'm just taking it all in my level of greatness, how hard this was, but yes, there'll be some tears. Will he hold up four fingers for his fourth title? Yes. Okay. Jordan did the six. Kobe did the five. He'll do the four. All right. And maybe maybe he'll say, like, see, this is what Tom Brady was talking about last night. Four. <laughs> Psychic, who loses a game first, Dodgers or Braves? They will face Ooh. off in the NLCS starting on Monday. Uh, I think the Dodgers lose first. Ooh. The Braves, what is, uh, for as great as the, uh, the uh, Dodgers have been playing, the Braves have allowed just one game with a run they've no, had four, the pitching has been yeah, unbelievable they've had four shutouts in their five and oh start to the postseason finally doug will greg marshall be the coach at wichita state this upcoming season no no greg marshall who's basically accused of 
uh, there, there's some accusations. There's some conduct that I, I think it's just going to be a fight over money when he gets fired. You know, they'll try and fire him with cause. And he had six players transfer out and everybody want to know the reason. There's two different articles that tell you reasons why one is, you know, one, there's an accusation of striking a player. And then there's another one of some uh, really disgraceful remarks in regards to somebody's uh, uh, background, ethnicity. There's some fat shaming in there. He checks just about every box. I would say he will not be the coach. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. And, and people have asked me, like, what well, did you know? I was like, well, no, I knew that Greg Marshall could be a jerk. Uh, you know, I had a, I've, I've had, and it's interesting, you know, when he was at Winthrop, he went to seven NCAA tournaments and, and there was a lot of, well, why can't he get out of Winthrop? Once upon a time, he took the College of Charleston job, which is where he, he was John Cress's assistant. And then he changed his mind driving back home. But, you know, I, I think some of this personality stuff is what kept him first at at Winthrop and then once he got to Wichita State and they got to a final four they gave him a huge contract but he he did not actually get offered the South Carolina job when Frank Martin took it there was the A&M job that was rumored to be his he wasn't really offered it the Oklahoma State guys didn't didn't offer it to him either the times it came open and just the, the reputation was he was difficult to work with nothing to this level nothing to this level but man there's some bad stuff in there that story by by Jeff Goodman especially um, okay, coming up next, the Cowboys have some huge, huge injuries. But I think, this is just me, the injuries are taking us away from the biggest problem with the Cowboys. I'll share that with you next on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is 
finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.